0: hello and welcome to the ha ha halloween episode of living on the smile side of life i'm your ho ho host noreen Brayman. That recording of Haunted House of New Orleans struck me as particularly appropriate for this podcast, because not only is it a little bit scary in its reference to a poor girl like me, but it also refers to a house named for the rising sun, and the sun being a big part of my logo. And that's as scary as I like to get this time of year. So I've been asking friends to tell me their non-horror funny heartwarming stories about Halloween. My affinity for the funny and whimsical side of Halloween goes back to my childhood. I never wanted to be a scary character, but something fun and fantastical. Even when I dressed as a witch, I was always a good witch. The year I was a flower girl for my uncle's wedding, I wanted to go trick-or-treating as a bride, complete with a lacy white dress, a veil, and a bouquet. I had a bride outfit for my Barbie with a pearl tiara and satin lace trim dress, and I pictured being her twin. Shortly before Halloween, my mother came home with my costume. This was unfortunately in the days of the plastic costume and mask in a box. She smiled so proud of herself that she had actually found a Halloween bride in a box costume. But when I saw through the clear cellophane of the box top was not the fantasy Barbie bride of my dreams, but a bloody face mask with a dirt and rip painted plastic evil vampire bride tunic. The story makes me smile today, but at the time I was mortified. Which is an appropriate mood for a vampire bride. My children were influenced by my haha ha Halloween attitude and preferred fun character costumes, hero and shiro costumes, pirates, mermaids, world war one flying aces, and other creative themes. In fact, one year, my oldest daughter found my old suede bell bottom pants and a crocheted granny top and decided to go as a hippie flower child. She wore this outfit to the annual Halloween parade and costume contest at the Milltown, New Jersey American Legion. We all clapped when she was selected as a prize winner, but surprised when she was named scariest costume. As the Legion member presented her with her award, he explained, We veterans of the 60s and 70s decided that hippies scared us. Then he laughed. The kids were confused, but those of us of a certain age got the joke. My son recalls a teen experience that happened on Mischief Night, that night before Halloween, that some traditions say that kids can get into mischief with no repercussions. Personally, I think it's a bad idea and never knowingly allowed my kids out to participate. But my son, somehow that night, was out on the street with his friends and encountered local police officers. They were asked if they had eggs, the source of lots of mischief night damage. The boys all denied having any eggs. The police officers then said, OK, so nothing in your pockets? And they began tapping the boys' pockets. There was the sound of eggs breaking. My son swears he only had one egg on him, and that makes him mad to this day. Me, picturing the boys with their egg-soggy pants, can't help but make me smile. The mayor of Jamesburg, New Jersey, where I live, shared a similar story with me. Here's what she wrote. My son and his friends were planning to go out on mischief night. This started when they were about 10 or 12 years old. I caught wind of their plan and so did another mom when we found stockpiles of toilet paper. I told them I would take them out, but we could only use toilet paper and only on our friends' houses. So off we go just after dark, four boys and a mom. We do their own houses and other friends we knew wouldn't mind a little toilet paper. We pull on a particular street, which was also a dead end. I turn my lights off and the boys get out and start running down the street. Next I hear the kids yell, COPS! I slink down in my seat as he passes. The kids scatter and hide, all except my son. The officer calls his name as he stands there with toilet paper in his hand. The officer knew my son and almost all the kids in town who went through his DARE program. He asks my son, does your mother know what you are doing? He turns and points his finger at me and says, Ask her. She's right there. I try to sit up straight and not look guilty for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. The officer backs up and shakes his head, laughs, and drives away. Another story from my sister Peggy is when she remembers the time she made a group costume for her daughters Becky and Jen and my sister Teresa's son Joey. She took a clear plastic bag, filled it with dry leaves, and attached a hanging tag to it to create a giant teabag costume for Joey. Then she made a teapot and teacup sandwich board type costume for the girls. The two younger kids were fine with it, but Becky absolutely did not like it. However, they won the best group costume at another Milltown American Legion Halloween parade. I'm guessing the award was some consolation for being a Tea Party member long before the Tea Party movement, actually became a thing. Fellow laughter professional Miriam Gassman recalled her before punk hair gel days idea to make her hair stick up straight on Halloween. For some reason, she thought that slathering her hair with Vaseline would do the trick. Well not only did that not work, but she was forced to go to high school for the next week with greasy hair that took several days of washing to fix. Any teen will tell you that's a real horror story. Halloween was not so fun the year Hurricane Sandy blasted New Jersey and so many people were without power just trying to assess property damages. Governor Christie even signed an executive order to move the date of trick-or-treating. It was the second year in a row that New Jersey kids had weather almost destroy Halloween. The previous year, a freak heavy wet snowstorm played havoc with the celebrations. But out of these two years of more tricks than treats came a surge in popularity of trunk-or-treats a kind of tailgate Halloween party held in school and mall parking lots. People load their car trunks with treats and decorations, and the kids make the rounds. Now that's how to keep the ha-ha in Halloween. My shout-out this episode is to Barbara Grabstein and her wonderful nonprofit, Healing Headbands Project. With a motto of Laugh, Create, and Heal, Healing Headbands Project's purpose is to inspire others to develop a healing mindset by integrating laughter with art. The core program awakens the creative mind and helps those who are healing. They encourage participants to express themselves through laughter and the art of painting. Their final product is custom printed on a special soft UV protected fabric, which is then sewn into headbands. These healing headbands are packaged and delivered with love and are daily reminders that happiness is a state of mind. This helps build a positive foundation of joy that empowers each of them to change the way they think about healing. A recent winner of the Ellis Island Medal of Honor, Barbara Grapstein is a Global Laughter Ambassador, Certified Laughter Leader, and Laughter Yoga Instructor. Her passion is never-ending devotion to helping others. Barbara is actively involved with several organizations, including the Association of Plied and a Therapeutic Humor, Steve Wilson's World Laughter Tour and Comedy Cures. Barbara has had the privilege of engaging with many influencers and leaders in the field, including the laughter guru of India, Dr. Madan Kataria, founder of Laughter Yoga. She is a corporate consultant for holistic health, stress management, and serves to help children and families living with cancer. To find out more about the Healing Headbands Project, to get involved or make a donation, go to www.healingheadbands.com. This is Noreen Bremen, your Strategic Humor Facilitator, Wishing you and yours a ha-ha Halloween and some fun and laughter that will give you some stress relief and help you build up your humor resilience for when life isn't so funny. Hoping that all who are suffering because of recent events, personal difficulties, or any other challenge find comfort in memories of laughter and happier times. Until next time, don't go gently, go laughing.